0: Sorry.
1: Did you just click it?
0: Okay. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host Chef AJ and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. First I'd like to thank Dr. Lori Marvis for this awesome top. Mora Medical is her new company where she does plant-based telehealth but they accept insurance. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely check it out. So we're starting late today because it's the week of the Truth About Weight Loss Summit. So we'll be broadcasting live every day, 2 p.m. Pacific time until the summit ends, which is on Sunday, February 26th. This is the third Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for Vinegar and Spice and Everything Nice with Nick and Thomas. From Local Spicery and California Balsamic, they're going to be making some amazing recipes like a mandarin orange tofu with Cantonese noodles and a chocolate orange sweet potato pudding. Please welcome Nick and Thomas. Hello,
2: gentlemen.
1: Good afternoon, Chef Nick. It's always a pleasure to be side by side with you, young man.
2: How are you doing, Thomas? Good to see you.
1: Oh, it's all well here. Now, if, for the people who are in California, if you don't know, there's a big storm coming. And Chef, I know you've been in the desert the last several years, and you haven't seen real cold weather yet, but I'm afraid you're going to get snowed on at the end of this week. So get ready.
0: Oh, my God. That You know, Nick was telling me that that he's checking into a motel because he's you're going to be buried, aren't you, Nick?
2: Well, we're going to get a foot of snow. And uh, where we are, we don't usually get snow.
1: What is happening? <laughs> well, well, they heard they heard that our uh, our peach tree has uh, got uh, blossoms on there now and we're going to put a tent over our tree for uh, starting tonight and then for the next few nights because it's supposed to be down to 23 or 24 degrees on Saturday morning this weekend and that will freeze you know, all the buds, and we won't have any peaches. So we're going to cover it and cross our fingers.
0: Well, so everybody should make sure to get their order of California balsamic and local
1: spicery in before the storm hits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, before it snows. (laughs) So we're actually going to leave tomorrow morning and start driving uh, out to uh, Phoenix Uh, this weekend. We are doing the Fountain Hills Art and Wine Festival, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we're going to cross our fingers that it doesn't rain out there because it looks like it will with this, this big storm system, it's going to move into Arizona over the weekend. And we're uh, hoping that we don't get rained on. But, um, you know, if it does, it does. That's the that's always the the trouble of doing outdoor street festivals in January, February, March uh anywhere aye, in the aye, country. Aye, aye. What well, can you do?
0: What what is the flavor of the month, Thomas?
1: So, this month we're doing mandarin orange uh as one of our our of our you know, this time of year oranges are in season. I want to say that These oranges that we have on the table, these three are ones that we took from our orange tree that we have in our front yard and call them Mr. Wonderful. And um, it produced shocking nine oranges. Count them all. And they're actually pretty good. Uh, Last year and the year before, one single orange produced each year, last year and year before. So this year we got a whole crop of nine. (laughs) Nice. So anyway, so we're doing mandarin oranges because these little, uh, these little small cutie, a uh, little mandarin oranges here are so good and sweet this time of year. So this is very appropriate. And our first dish that we're doing, the mandarin orange tofu dinner, is a, a knockoff of your recipe, Chef, that you did quite a while ago with some tofu and the mandarin orange. And this is just a, a you know a little modification of that because I thought that was a fantastic recipe that we did a couple of years ago at your house down in in India with the mandarin orange and tofu and you gave us the entire dish because I know you're allergic to tofu and we ate that whole thing. So thank you very much for that. So. you welcome. You
0: know, Thomas, they actually have a Mandarin festival every year at Auburn and they didn't have any vinegar vendors. So maybe you could come to it next year.
1: And, you know, we've actually been invited to that event in the past. Um, and we're always kind of, should we do that? We're always concerned about the weather, you know, and I think it's, uh, I think it's it sometime the same in. day
0: as the harvest
1: festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, that makes it. It's always, what's our schedule look like? Uh, because of that. Because so I've, But I've been told about the Mandarin Festival. I think one of my employees uh, did it about hmm, six or seven years ago. I think they went and tried it once. Uh, but again, other conflicts of other shows and whatnot. And, you know, so we'll see what happens with that. But we're only doing 13 shows this year compared to 75 that we would normally go to so we're cutting back dramatically on our on our events now wow. so uh given that this is called the mandarin orange tofu dinner it's from our friend eileen mirsky eileen you have such wonderful recipes thank you so much for this one and uh super simple all it is uh is a. Uh, a uh, Tofu, a 14 to 16 ounce container, and then um, five tablespoons of the mandarin orange balsamic. And she has on here, you can substitute the teriyaki balsamic, or in my opinion, do both. That to me, doing combinations of uh, of our flavors is a fantastic idea. Uh, two to three cups of rice. And then optional garnishes, garnishes, you can do anything you want. She has on here uh, scallions, broccoli, mandarin orange segments, uh, sesame seeds to taste. So that's what she has on here. Now she starts off with, she stored, she put the entire carton of uh, firm tofu in the freezer and she put in there for several hours so it became completely frozen. Take the tofu out of the freezer and put it in some warm, uh, a bowl of warm water, and um, um, still in the carton um, with the top on, so put in some warm water and completely thaw it out. Now when it's thawed, remove the tofu from the container and give it a squeeze over the sink. She said about a quarter cup of water came out of hers. Now, I'm not exactly sure. I wish she had told us the brand that she used, and whether it was extra firm or firm, because when we took it out of the the container and it's thawed and a lot of water came out, we tried to crush it. And when we crushed it, it more crumbled. The picture that you'll see on our website was uh, more of a... um, Cubes and here Ethel has got. Here's the tray that we did, and these are just the tofu, and it was kind of crushed. And when it it, so now is it delicious? It's a hundred percent delicious, whether it's in cubes or crushed into a crumble. And uh, so ours was a crumble, uh, and now she said, "Now here, uh, cut into tofu bite size." and squeeze it again if you like. Well, we couldn't do that because they were crumbled. We placed in a medium-sized bowl and added two tablespoons of the mandarin orange balsamic. The tofu will absorb the tofu like a sponge, and uh, bake at 375 for 20 minutes, remove from the oven, transfer to a bowl, and drizzle the remaining three tablespoons of balsamic, serve with the rice, and optional garnishes. Now, when we did this, we were watching. We put it into the air fryer, but we set it at bake mode and not air fry mode. And after about 10 minutes, it was browned up nicely. So it depends on your oven. Um, and, and so watch it carefully. Our little crumbles took very little time. And uh, so that was that. We set the oven to air fry, 3, 375. This is the dish. We put some, a little bit of um, red peppers and uh, broccoli and uh, mandarin orange, plus some rice and the tofu, I have to say, it's an absolutely delicious dish. And you could use any combination of balsamic, whether it's the uh, mandarin orange and sweet heat, which I think is a wonderful combination, or the orange and teriyaki, the orange and the ginger. So your options of combinations are endless. And over the course of the next few months, we're going to actually ask people, Tell us some combinations that you like using our products and your dishes. What combinations do you like? You know, and people will give us some ideas on on combinations of flavors for, in particular, dishes that they've they've made. So, now, Chef, um, what do you think about, I know you're allergic to to tofu, so you don't use it, but when you have used it, have you ever frozen it? Yes, Uh, it changes the texture.
0: You, why because it gives it like more of a spongy kind of nice texture It, 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 it okay. it's like it's like a fry it's just a good texture when you freeze it and then defrost it
1: this is the first time we've done it and I have to say you're absolutely right uh I can see why Eileen did that because the texture of it I would started munching on little bits of the uh of the more uh darkened uh charred uh tofu off of the off that little sheet that I had right there and ethyl slapped my hand and said no more you know they've got to save some for the broadcast so
0: you know um, um, this is a trick I learned from the raw food people but like if you take like a fresh vegetable like cauliflower and put it in the small florets, freeze it and defrost it it also changes the texture
1: in a really delightful wow. way here you are. Well, thank you. I mean, this is uh, so much about the plant-based community. I learned because of these broadcasts, the recipes that are sent in and chef, your knowledge is boundless out there just because you know so much about this and it's, and I'll be learning for years and years to come. So thank you for that. So anyway, that's Eileen Mearski's. Thank you, Eileen. We're, uh, we'll look forward to having some more recipes from you in the future. So that's, that's recipe number one. All right. Now, The second one is a Chocolate Orange Spice Sweet Potato Pudding, and this is from a nice young lady, Brenda Patchell, and the ingredients are three cups of orange fleshed sweet potatoes, uh, one 12-ounce package of soft uh, silken tofu, a quarter teaspoon of cardamom, a teaspoon of cinnamon, a tablespoon of vanilla extract, a quarter cup of cocoa powder, uh, a quarter cup plus two teaspoons of the mandarin orange balsamic, and an eighth to a quarter cup of, uh, uh, sorry, an eighth to a quarter teaspoon of liquid stevia, which is optional. Um, now, for this one, we actually used uh, agave syrup. Uh, we had that, and we had a little bit of date syrup left over. So we actually used a little bit of both on there because that's what we had on hand. So all you're going to do for this one is place all the ingredients into a food processor and blend until smooth and refrigerate it after it's done. And here we put the uh, mandarin orange slices in there as well, but it's wonderfully creamy. Ethel was having uh, the leftovers last night and uh, it was gone, so... I have to be very careful on what I make for these broadcasts to make extra because we always take these to our employees. And of course we munch on them uh, ourselves. And for these, we'll take some of these recipes with us on the road when we're going to uh, Fountain Hills arizona this weekend because we're going to be staying at hotels and we'd much rather prefer taking food that we know we like and we know we like these so that's on our agenda for this weekend so those are the first two recipes for us
0: well those sound great and now over to nick
1: hey
2: aj how are you
0: good how you doing your preparation for a big uh, storm
2: yeah, we have a big storm, but uh, we have a have a couple of things to uh, to recognize today. The first one is to you and Thomas and everybody. I'd like, like to wish you all a happy Mardi Gras. Laissez les bons temps rouler. Uh, <laughs> well said. Uh, we, uh, <clears throat> in spite of that, I'm not doing anything uh, Cajun. We kind of played with some dishes, but I, I wasn't really happy with how they were coming out. But the one thing I do want to say relative to... Uh, so Mardi Gras, uh, it's kind of a, a seasonal thing for us here. But this is the time of year when we uh, when we mill filet gumbo, which is uh, it's the dried leaves of the sassafras tree, uh, which actually are very hard to get these days. Uh, and I, I don't want to go into it, but it, it's it's kind of a silly story. Um, but uh, it, it, it they're they're harvested, they're dried, and then we mill them down to a fine powder. And uh, if you're making a gumbo, uh, uh, filet gumbo is the ultimate thicker, thickener. There, there are three different uh, uh, steps in a gumbo that will thicken it, and the final one is the filet. Most people only get filet gumbo, uh, uh, you know, when it's been a year or two since it's been milled, and so they miss out on the wonderful delicate aromatics of the uh, of the of the spice. It's not just a thickener, but it's got a got a uh, you know, a sweet, earthy, almost almost like a matcha flavor to it, um, and a very, very sweet aromatic that adds so much uh, to your cooking. So if anybody's looking for filet gumbo, we've got it. We'll have it till uh, we run out. Usually we, uh, we have it in stock for a good month or two after Mardi Gras. But happy Mardi Gras. And, uh, and then uh, uh, here in Marysville, uh, big, the, big, uh, the big celebration every year is for what we call Kai. Uh, the Chinese community, and we're right in the heart of Chinatown here, the uh, Chinese community celebrates the uh, 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 Lunar New Year uh, uh, as the birthday of Bak Kai, who is the, the serpentine, one-eyed river god of, the, uh, of the, the temple here. I think it's the oldest uh, operating, continuously operating Chinese temple in the country. Uh, the, it's uh, it's quite a good time. If anybody uh, hasn't made up their mind what to do this weekend, I'd recommend coming up here. They have a a very very uh, 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 solid parade, which is finished with their 175 foot parade dragon. Most people don't realize that uh, the first parade dragon ever in the state of California was uh, was in the state of was in the city of Marysville, and for about ten years, uh, uh, San Francisco. And Chicago and New York all had to borrow Marysville's dragon. So uh, it used to be you know the most vibrant, uh, largest Chinese community in the country. Now there's still a lot of soul, and it's gonna be a great uh, it's gonna be a great time. So in recognition of Bak Kai, uh, and I wanted to jump on uh, on uh, Thomas's bandwagon with his with his uh, Mandarin balsamic, and uh, we're gonna do something that's, uh, It's Chinese uh, that kind of demonstrates how cooking with spice blends and how you can just swap out spice blends, totally change a dish. And and we're going to celebrate Bok Kai all at once. So think I can do that in 20 minutes. You can. (laughs) Okay. so what we're going to be making, I'm calling it uh, uh, Cantonese noodles. All of the flavors are very, very traditional Cantonese flavors. But the underlying core dish is something that I presented before for you, AJ, uh, which we called at the time uh, 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 Singapore noodles. And Singapore noodles are, you know, kind of a uh, generic Asian street noodle dish, which which includes uh, a quick sauté of vegetables, uh, uh, noodles, and uh, and uh, uh, cabbage. Uh, but in this case, what I'm going to do, uh, the, uh, the original recipe was, had a uh, 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 sweet and aromatic Indian uh, curry behind it. This one's going to be driven instead by a spice blend we call xinyang, which is a uh, you know, very, very solidly Cantonese flavor. It kind of tastes like a Chinese five spice, but it doesn't have, the, uh, doesn't have the same sweet tones. It's kind of a savory Chinese five spice, and it's just perfect for this dish. Um, the other thing that i'm going to change is the uh, uh the tofu i'm going to be uh, uh again instead of uh glazing it with balsamic vinegar and the vadivan we're going to glaze it with uh with uh, thomas's uh orange balsamic uh, uh mandarin orange uh with uh, a little bit of uh uh a little bit of Dijon, Dijon mustard and uh and some uh, Chinese five spice, So that those those chunks of the tofu are going to bring some sweetness in on top of the savory noodles. Um, so we're going to be talking about those two spice blends. We're also going to be uh, using, of course, our bada bing bouillon. Uh, I've got some chili flakes we're going to be playing with. And then also what's one of the great things about this dish is normally you would make it with a fish sauce and we're going to make a fish less sauce. Uh, uh using our depth seasoning and uh i find that very exciting so what i've already done to get this thing going first of all i did the uh uh the tofu i uh, uh we pressed it tore it into chunks and then we marinated it in uh in in the uh, balsamic vinegar with just a little bit of uh, of uh of mustard and the uh the chinese five spice now in this case, and in both of these spices, we're gonna back the seasoning down quite a bit. Curries are kind of blended to put a lot in and they don't put the, they don't put the kinds of spices in that are gonna overpower you if you put too much in. These both will. So uh, instead of a, a, a tablespoon of Chinese five spice with the tofu, I did a teaspoon. And, uh, and when we get into the saute, instead of uh, you know two to three tablespoons of curry, we're going to put one tablespoon of the Sichuan, and the reason why we do that is that both of these have uh, uh, they have have cloves in them. Uh, they have uh, 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 Sichuan peppercorn, and both of those, if you get too much, they start to they start start to develop kind of an unpleasant flavor. I've also already pre cooked my noodles, and in this case, I don't know if this is a familiar package to most of you out there. I get this at Costco. They're uh, uh, brown rice noodles. They are uh, they're oil free. Uh, They cook very very quickly and they're delicious. It's a great uh, great thing to use instead of ramen without the without the oil. Um, So that's been done. I I I just cooked them for a couple of minutes. I put them in the uh, in the uh, uh, strainer and I uh, uh, rinsed them and I've and I've had them chilling and refrigerating. So we're going to dive right in. We'll start with the saute. Um, We're going to heat up my uh, my pan here. when I'm doing a sauté with veggies, I like to I like to sauté at a very high temperature. Uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of new to uh, to this uh, whole food plant based cooking, but I have found that uh, you know what I want is I want the vegetables to release their their liquids as quickly as possible so that I can keep them moving and they don't stick to the pan. So this is going to be a 400 degree uh, 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 pan. And the first thing I'm gonna do for the, uh, the sauté, this is, uh, this is a, uh, an onion that's been cut in half and then sliced thinly. One carrot that's just been cut into, uh, you know, little matchstick, uh, about two inches long. And then, uh, and then some little thin uh, pieces of of, uh, red bell pepper. You can see I'm really going for color because the rest of this dish is gonna be, you know, green or not have as much color. So we'll get this going quickly. So the other thing that I've done, because I'm gonna be sauteing, I wanted to have some uh, some bouillon uh, set up, uh, uh, ready to go, because once this starts to stick to the pan, I wanna be able to deglaze it. So I got one cup of hot water with a tablespoon of bottom bean bouillon. It's uh, it's just become an automatic thing for me. I think whenever I cook, uh, it, uh, it, it's very helpful, uh, of so the mechanics of sauteing without oil, but even more importantly, it adds a tremendous amount of flavor that just kind of brings everything together in a uh, almost magical way. So this, uh, the saute goes very, very quickly. Um, what I'm, we're going to, uh, we're going to just saute these until the onions start to go translucent. And uh, then I'm going to add the uh, uh, the spices and I'm going to add some chopped garlic and some uh, some uh, chopped ginger. The ginger is exactly like the the recipe that I've uh, that uh, that we've given you a link to. The gin, the uh, garlic is new. We're adding garlic because you know garlic uh, originated in China, of course, and it's uh, it's a very important element to most Chinese cooking. Um, coming back on the fish sauce, uh, uh, AJ, do you know do you know uh, do you know where ketchup comes from? I do not. Well, the store. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the word ketchup is uh, is from Chi- Chinese gatsu, which means fish sauce, and it was one of the earliest condiments brought to the Western world from Asia. And uh, it was at the time. This was the the 16th century. The two main marine powers were uh, were uh, uh, Portugal and uh, and uh, uh, the Netherlands and. Uh, they both took the Chinese word, which was which is katsup, and uh, the the Dutch spell it katsup, k-e-t-c-h u p and the uh the, uh the uh, uh uh the Portuguese spelled it katsup, C-A-T-S-U-P, which is why we have two spellings of them. But it actually is a fairly uh uh traditional uh, uh Chinese uh Chinese flavors, Captain.
0: Did not know that. Huh? Learn something new every day on Chef AJ Live.
2: Yeah, you know, as long as we're as long as we're learning things and having fun, it can't be too bad. Okay, this is, I don't know if you can see, but we're starting to get a little bit of color in these onions. It's gonna go very, very fast right now. I'm going to go ahead and dump the uh, the ginger and the garlic in now, so we'll get some aromatics off. And I'm going to put the jin yang in. Um, you know, I'm thinking that a tablespoon might even be too much. I'm going to just do two teaspoons. I want to, to back the uh, back the spices off a little bit.
0: You know, Nick, I'm going to a restaurant this week, a vegan restaurant, and they make their noodles out of mushrooms. I mean, they're, that- they're, they're, they're actually mushrooms and there's some special mushrooms that are so long and they cut them and then that's the noodle.
2: I, I think I, I've seen mushrooms like that They come canned. They're very, very long and thin like a spring.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure they're canned. I'll let you know. But doesn't that sound great?
2: It sounds wonderful. Where is this restaurant?
0: Uh, it's in Rancho Cordoba. It's called Faux Vegan, I believe.
2: I've heard of them. I've heard vegan fresh, something
0: like that. But that doesn't that sound good?
2: Yeah, I I have heard about the uh, the the Vietnamese place in Rancho for a We got to get out there. So you can see, I was starting to get a little resistance on the bottom of my pan, so I just put a little bit of the uh, of the bata bing in. It's gonna, it's disappearing very quickly. We're gonna put a little more in. You kind of have to manage your flavors as they come in. The final thing I'm going to add to the sauté is going to be, this is just a, uh, uh, you know, half of a bunch of, uh, of, of uh, coriander, I say coriander, of uh, uh, cilantro, it's been just kind of coarsely chopped. You know, you've been doing spices for too long when you want to call cilantro coriander, right? Okay, it's looking good. I hope this all fits in this pan because the next step is gonna be the, uh, uh, so the, uh, the cabbage, uh, I like to get, I like small heads of cabbage. I find the smaller the head of cabbage, the sweeter it is. And I couldn't get one as small as I wanted for this. So this is a half of a head of cabbage that I cut, I sliced very, very thinly. Um, you know, if you, uh, if you have a uh, uh, um, God, I can't come, come up with a word for the, uh, the, the French blade that you can cut thin with. I have one, but uh, I decided not to use it just because it's, you know, it's so simple just to slice it quickly and thinly with a knife. You've got a nice sharp knife.
1: Chef, is that a, is, uh, Nick, is that a mandolin that you're thinking of?
2: A mandolin, exactly.
1: That's what Ethel just said. I know what that is. She had her hand raised. <laughs> I know what that is.
2: We have to get, we have to get Ethel into this more. Right? She can help me out. Okay. So the stock, hey, is coming along very well. It's almost done. Now we're going to make the uh, We're going to make that fish sauce. So what I'm going to do, uh, usually I like about three tablespoons of, uh, of lime juice. You mean the fishless sauce? Exactly. Well, I spell it P-H-I-S-H. So that's oh, nice. That <laughs> you should try. I was really, first time that I did this, I was so pleased with how well it came out. Um, we use it all the time now. So the main ingredients to the fishless sauce, we have the, the we have uh, lime juice. I use just a little bit of uh, of uh, pineapple juice. The uh, we put in uh, some uh, some garlic and the uh, and the uh, the depth seasoning, and it's all just intended to give you that kind of sour umami flavor. And a little bit of a seafood flavor to it, coming off the kombu kelp that's in the uh, in the depth. So this is. Uh, I'm going to have to to plate this and finish this. I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Normally, I would put this all together in a, in the uh, in the pan. I'm using the pan that I have here at the mill I didn't bring my big pan and I should have but what I'm going to do is I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll plate it in layers. Okay, that's about three tablespoons of the uh, of the wine juice and put a quarter cup quarter cup of pineapple juice whenever Evelyn sees me uh Whenever Evelyn sees me bringing home pineapple juice, she gets excited, and we have to uh, to change over and start doing uh, doing more smoothies because it's such a great base for uh, for smoothies. Um, I like to make uh, pina colada popsicles, but it's a little bit cold for popsicles right now. I'm going to turn this down because we're about done with that, like that and that. Toss these. I'm just going to quickly chop the garlic. I'm gonna, let's go ahead and put a uh, tablespoon of depth in here. And again, you know the, the the main player in this whole dish here is the depth. and the rest is just kind of to help show it off. So if you want to try, if you don't have uh, don't have pineapple juice, but you have orange juice, you could probably use it. The idea was just to get something sweet and uh, and uh, and a little bit sour to complement the uh, the umami flavors.
0: Where did the umami come from? Like, where did that word come from?
2: So it's a Japanese word. And it means a pleasant flavor. Um, it's, uh, it's been used in you know, Japan for a long, long time, but uh, there was a, uh, a food scientist in the 1930s who uh, uh, had posited to the world that, in fact, this uh, pleasant flavor that they, that they have in Japan is not just a flavor, but it's actually a cardinal flavor like sweet, sour, uh, you know, sweet, sour, bitter, salty, um, and a lot of people have, you know, they've done, they did some research and they did, you know, uh, uh, you know, blind testing to make, to see how it registers on the taste buds, and I think it's pretty well been agreed that it actually is a cardinal flavor, um, and uh, so we call it, uh, we call it umami as the fifth cardinal flavor, and um, but uh, the, uh, the food scientist that came up with it also then took the main ingredient that it comes from, which is kombu kelp, and he extracted it further and he developed a uh, uh, you know, high, almost pure glutamic acid compound that was called monosodium glutamate. Um, so that's, you know, MSG came and it is kind of the, uh, uh, the type for, uh, for or an umami flavor is MSG. That was the, the whole idea behind this blend. The, uh, the depth was to just put in the flavors of, uh, of umami without having to put something as highly processed as, uh, uh, as MSG in it. And from where I come from, there's really no reason why you have to go to something so highly processed, why you have to put a chemical in your food when when you know all the flavors that you're trying to create with that chemical are actually and in fact uh- you know flavors that we find in nature okay, so I'm going to put a little bit of the noodle noodles
0: down that's a beautiful dish that you're putting it in isn't that yes
2: the uh the dish itself, the noodles are just absolutely gorgeous. The, uh, the red bell pepper and the carrots play very, very well off the green. Okay, I'm gonna put the fish sauce on top now. pull these all away. And then last but not least, so these are the, uh, the, the marinated tofu chunks. Um, and they're very, they're very similar to what, uh, what Thomas was talking about. Um, you know, I, I didn't freeze these, I, I just pressed the tofu. I do like, I like to tear tofu rather than cut it when I'm gonna air fry it like this because they get crunchier. Uh, uh, just uh, marinated for about three hours in, uh, in the, uh, the mandarin balsamic, a little tiny bit of, uh, of mustard and that, uh, some, some chili flakes. And we're just gonna toss these on top. And the idea behind these, you know, these are little little flavor bombs. You've got kind of a, you know, a, a main body of the dish, which is the the noodles and the veggies, and you've got these very very sweet lovely flavor flavor bombs laying on top. And there it is. That's our Cantonese noodles. Oh
0: my God, that's gorgeous! So it's
1: like a yeah. restaurant made that.
0: Goodness. All right, look what you're up against, Thomas.
1: I, I wish I could see start. it. I'll look at this later out ah. there. I can't see a thing.
0: Oh, I just, I forgot. You guys can't see each other. That's right.
2: So that's it. Uh, that, that, that's, uh, that's, our, that's our February. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. If you have any questions on the dish, you can always call me at the mail.
0: That is fantastic. Thank you. you guys, have any idea what you're going to do next month? I know Thomas has one more recipe. Yeah.
1: You know what? Uh, we have our flavor for next month. I'll tell you about it afterwards. Okay. How long
0: do you air fry tofu? Renee is asking.
2: I usually ten to fifteen minutes. Usually I do fifteen, but for today, uh, after ten, it was ready, and I like to I like to flip it. So I'll put it in for about five minutes, and then I'll flip it over, and another five minutes later, if it's ready, I think it's good. Otherwise, another you know, another ten minutes, fifteen total
1: is plenty. Terrific.
0: Oh, You got one more recipe, Thomas.
1: Yes, indeed. And Nick, I love the story about uh, umami there. That is a great story. As you know, I lived in Japan for a few years, and I'm really curious. um, Chef, do you know if there's a a plant-based, SOS-free community in Japan? Because I can see that being really easy for Japanese people to do because they eat so much healthier than the American the, you know the a sad diet that uh, Americans have with all the fast food, Japanese diet is just so much healthier.
0: You know, I know in Okinawa, they, that's one of the blue zones. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know of Asian countries that like purposely limit oil or salt.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. well, that's, 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 that's interesting. It'd be fun to fun to research that. So let's see now, my last um, recipe, is from the world famous Karen Less. And it's a plant-based mandarin soy curls and vegetables. So it's a four ounce uh, of Butler soy curls. And um, here's a bag of the soy curls from the Butler if you wanna see the the brand that that one is. Um, Or she said she can substitute four ounces of firm tofu instead but these worked out really well. I like them a lot and we ordered them them on Amazon because our local store did not have them. So it's a half a cup that's divided of the mandarin orange balsamic, a tablespoon of teriyaki balsamic, two tablespoons of a low sodium tamari or a coconut aminos, a half a teaspoon of ground ginger, a full teaspoon of garlic powder, a teaspoon of cornstarch or another thickener, uh, four ounces of shiitake mushrooms or your favorites. We used cremini, um, a bag of Asian vegetable blend. Uh, she used the bird's eye steam fresh broccoli blend, uh, three cups of shredded cruciferous veggies or greens of choice. She used the Trader Joe's cruciferous crunch, you know, so Princess. whatever kind of cabbage blend you that. like. Cusiferous and finally, fantastic. Uh, two mandarin oranges, peeled and sectioned, or a can of mandarin oranges that are drained. So those are all the ingredients. And starting off, she placed the soy curls in a bowl with a quarter cup Nick, of mandarin orange. Stop making orange so much I'm... noise.
0: Hold on, Thomas. <laughs> Nick, when Third you chart. make noise, the camera goes to you.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. sure. And you're, you're on. Around. Okay. Um, Sorry. So Place the soy curls in a bowl with a quarter cup of mandarin balsamic, a half a cup of water to rehydrate for 10 to 20 minutes. Meanwhile, whisk together the remaining quarter cup of balsamic and the teriyaki, the tamari, the spices, the cornstarch into a small bowl and set that aside. Heat in a 12-inch skillet or wok, then cook the mushrooms for about two minutes. Add the soy curls and any remaining broth and the Asian vegetable blend. Cook and stir for about another three minutes. Add the cru- cruciferous veggies or greens and allow them to soften. That's only a couple minutes. Then add the cornstarch mixture, stirring the stirring to coat the soy curls and veggies. Stir in the mandarin orange sections and allow the mixture to heat through. Only takes uh, about six, seven minutes total time because you just make the pan like Nick said, make it hot and cook it thoroughly through. It makes it go very, very quickly. And you serve it over some rice and, or your favorite grain and enjoy the dish. And this is it. Now we had this last night and we had this for dinner. And I have to say another killer recipe Karen Les, you rock young lady, that is wonderful. And of course we're putting uh, two eight ounce bottles of your favorite balsamic for Karen and Eileen and Brenda. Um, we've actually already sent them their two eight ounce bottles. So thank you for donating your recipes. And next month, the flavor of the month will be, drum roll please, coconut balsamic now that's interesting i that is not one that i use a lot so so that'll be a fun one to have i know somebody's going to want to put some of the coconut balsamic and the pineapple balsamic into a glass of soda water to make a pina A pina colada it will work and you'll crush up a little actual fresh pineapple in that glass as well and that's a fun fun beverage That uh, it's only going to be about 30 calories for an eight ounce glass with uh, a teaspoon and a half of each flavor is how you would make that.
0: That is fantastic.
1: So that's this month's uh, exciting recipes and and they're all good.
0: Now, what happens to recipe that's sent in that, that you don't use? Does it go somewhere?
1: well we actually put it on our website now these are of course on our website but say we got five recipes total you know for a a particular month um we would choose the three that are going to be on the broadcast but all five recipes would be on our website i think we're somewhere near 135 to 140 sos free recipes that have been sent in by our viewers uh, to the broadcast over the last two years, and we'll have more every month. So it's really fantastic. Well, maybe it's time for an actual book. So we've got them on our site now. We 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 told you the story before that we actually tried <laughs> to do a cookbook, and we thought it was going to take six months, and it took two years.
0: <laughs> well, you know, you oh. can get somebody to help you, but I think it's time. Maybe we yep. one hundred and fifty recipes.
1: That's it. And they're all, uh, so many of them are just wonderful. And we, in our monthly newsletter, we take one of our recipes from our recipe page, and we put it in the newsletter, uh, you know, acknowledging the person who sent it in for us. So that's always a lot of fun.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Why don't I bring you both on screen? together and i didn't realize you can't see each other but now you're side by side for us if you guys want to banter back and forth or nick do you have any idea what you're going to do next month are you going to take thomas's coconut uh vinegar as a suggestion to maybe think of something you're going to make
2: well you know what, i do like to cook with coconut but uh i've got a, another couple of ideas that i'm working on um one of them involves a uh, a new blend i don't want to don't want to announce yet but uh if that comes together, that'll probably be what I work with. If not, I think I am going to come back on the Cajun. I'm very close on a, on a reasonable uh, SOS-free gumbo that I'd like to share when I've wow. got it just right.
0: So it's a new blend. It's sometime, sometime you'll tell me what that is because I'm intrigued.
2: You will be the first.
0: Oh, my God. I can't wait. Well, you guys are great. You're a wonderful dynamic duo. Thanks for coming on every month. I think it's just it's twice the fun having you on together as it was separately.
1: Nick, it's always fun thinking about what new flavor you have that I'm going to put in our balsamic. <laughs> so All what
0: right, can, well, you you know maybe you can see each other if you I mean is it because you guys are so far away from your phone?
1: Yes, I'm the the Ethel's watching the broadcast from behind the camera, so I am uh, never going to be able to see young master Nick.
2: I can hold up up any sign I want to right now,
0: huh? All right. Any last words on your product or
1: specials or anything you want to say? oh we are we're changing our monthly specials that we have because December was such a mini disaster we had a boatload of orders came in the Christmas gifts weren't some of them didn't get delivered on time so we said let's change the months of our special to March November and oh sorry March July and November so that's good news for people who uh, want to take advantage of our special starting March 1st
0: Thomas here's a vinegar question. From Carrie Ann, what would be a good vinegar to start with for someone who is not used to the tart, sour hit that comes for vinegar? I don't think she realizes that your vinegars are 4% acidity, and they're not tart or sour.
1: Yeah. You know, the the safest thing to do is start off with just a plain classic premium dark or premium white balsamic. You're never going to go wrong with either of those two. And then looking through all of the SOS-free flavors we have, any of the fruit ones, because some people don't like, you know, whether it's orange or lemon or whatever, find a fruit flavor that you do like, even the wild huckleberry that's part of Chef AJ Sampler. Uh, That's a great flavor to start off. We had a young lady just the other day who said, she puts the wild huckleberry balsamic drizzled lightly over a piece of toast every morning. And I thought, why not? Uh, that's a wonderful way to add flavor to a piece of toast and, uh, but, uh, choose either, a, a a fruit flavor that she likes is a safe thing to do. But because like you said, chef, 4% acidity will shock her that it's so smooth and not tart, uh, and thick and the texture of the balsamic is so good, um, she just never had anything like it. So those are kind of uh, comments that we see on our uh, emails and telephone calls that come in for somebody saying, I've just tried your product for the very first time. I'm so pleased that I found you through Chef AJ. And now that they're using vinegar for the first time in their lives, because good quality is good quality.
0: Yeah. And and I think that the sampler is a great idea. And I never liked vinegar until I tried the reduced ones, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: I agree. Me too. I didn't use my own product when it was 6% acidity. It was, I'm sensitive to acidity where my darling Hungarian bride, Ethel, she can power down tablespoon after tablespoon of 6% vinegar and say, Oh, that's so good. Not me. Oh boy.
0: Nick, what, what spices would you recommend somebody start with? I know what I would recommend the Bada Bing and mm-hmm. uh, the Tosca de la Sol and the pepperoni and the, oh, the well, salacious.
2: Those are all, yeah, those are all good because they, you know, they're, they're blends. And I, right off the bat, I was going to suggest to start with a blend because, you know, a blend already puts together the flavor profile for you. And it's hard to really go wrong with that. Um, uh, but the, the ones that you're mentioning, like the Sole della Toscana, like the pepperoni, those are ones where, you know, it's a, it's a full complex, you know, uh, flavor altogether. is not even going to attempt to be a complementary flavor and it plays so well in an SOS uh, diet because we're mostly eating things that are, uh, that, you know, are, are fairly, uh, you
1: know,
2: you know, uh, fairly neutral in flavor. So putting a, you know, putting something on top that brings a fully developed flavor on top is really good. Uh, another thing that you could do is the opposite extreme of what I just said and just, you know, pick up something simple like an herb because herbs, uh, you can't over season. You don't have to be intimidated. You can put as much, you know, oregano or savory or or basil on something as you want without without destroying it. And uh, and play with it and see what it goes well with and see where you like it.
0: That sounds good. Well, we look forward to having you guys back next month.
1: All We're right, always Lord. excited to do the show. All right. And we'll uh, okay. be back to one o'clock next, next month. No, yeah. two,
0: no, no, 11 o'clock. Remember, my 11. regular time is 11 o'clock. We're just okay. doing two o'clock because this week is the Truth About Weight Loss Summit.
1: And we'll be there the 21st of March at 11 a.m. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. You
0: know
2: what? <laughs> wait
0: a second. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know who wants to come on the show that day? And she's like 97 and wants to come on at 11. Would you mind swapping with her? I don't want to announce it, but Elaine Lelane, you know, Jack Lelane's wife. Jack Lalane's wow. wife? Oh, my
1: gosh. That's if a blast she, from if the she past. she can only
0: do 11, can you guys do afternoon? That's Oh my God. I, now, now I announced the big surprise, but that's, I knew that was a big day because you see March 21st is my day of, that'll be my three-year anniversary of doing this thanks. every day and the yep. day before my birthday. So thanks. Oh, I'll, wow. I'll, I will be in touch. Okay.
1: Well, no problem out there. We'll get something for your 53rd. Uh, thank you. 63rd. <laughs> pick, a, uh-huh. pick, a, pick a
0: decade thank you thanks so much and i uh, hope you guys enjoyed the second edition of vinegar and spice and everything nice with thomas allen from california balsamic and nick devorn from local spicery please come back tomorrow again at 2 p.m because the summit will go until sunday with doctors chawla and chawla they are your lifestyle prescription with the lifestyle medicine docs take care everyone Bye bye